Spanish is the number two spoken language in the world. There are more people that speak Spanish uh, than any other language in the world outside of the Chinese, of course. But Spanish is, is uh, there are hundreds of hundreds of millions of individuals on every continent that speak Spanish. Um, there's even a country in Africa that we've been to uh, and people say, why would you go to Africa? Answer, because Guinea Equatorial is the country they speak Spanish and that's why we go there. Welcome to Cascade Views, a discussion with Central Oregon leaders. Your host is Michael Sype, local business and community leader, best-selling author of the Avada Principle and candidate for Oregon State Representative for House District 53, which encompasses Southern Redmond, Sisters, Tumalo, and Northern Bend. The purpose of these discussions is to share the views and insights of local leaders from a variety of community sectors on a range of timely and important regional and state issues. With that, now here is your host, Michael Sype. Thanks for joining us on Cascade Views. My name is Michael Sype, and I'll be your host. My guest today is my friend, Mike Silva. I invited Mike on the show because he's one of my Central Oregon heroes. All of us who live here know how special this region is, and one of the things that makes it special is the international impact that people from Central Oregon can have. Mike Silva is one of those people. After losing his father in a tragic car accident when he was only six years old, Mike found the forgiveness and comfort he longed for when he accepted Christ as his personal savior at the age of 10. By the time he was 19, the Lord had clearly called him to do the work of evangelism. Mike's clear calling ultimately led to the launch of Mike Silva Evangelism International in 1994. The Lord has gifted Mike with divine passion and incredible opportunities to bring Jesus hope to desperate souls in the hidden corners of the world. We're driven, Silva says, to reach the forgotten cities of the world. Mike's had the privilege of sharing the gospel with millions of people in at least 35 countries in the world. In addition to his evangelistic festivals, Mike's been a featured speaker at numerous high-profile conferences, Ivy League and college campuses, and the largest men's event and music festivals in the nation. Silva says of himself, if God can use me, he can use anyone. He loves to convey biblical truth in print and broadcast media, as well as authored spiritual journals for the purpose of driving followers of Jesus more consistently into Bible engagement. He also wrote, number one man, what every dad desires, what every daughter needs. Mike's been a guest on Moody Broadcasting Network, Focus on the Family, TBN and Need Him broadcasts. Mike, I'm super excited to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I I, I can't believe that I get to do this with you. So thank you very much. Uh, we're going to have fun. Um, I understand you're just getting home from the Dominican Republic. Welcome back. Uh, what were you doing down there? We were, thanks for asking. We're setting up, we're, we're about to attempt this December, God willing, we are about to attempt the most audacious evangelistic outreach in the history of not only our ministry, but in the history of the nation of the Dominican Republic. So um, it takes us about a year to set all those things up. Our team moves in. We've got a team of of 29 individuals, 29 Latinos from nine different countries of the world. We move into a city that we're going to serve and, and we just take up residence and start preparing to get ready for the event. It takes us a year. What a project. Uh, well, listen, a wide variety of listeners tune into this show and they come from many different faiths and belief systems. So some may not be familiar with the term evangelist. 
So would you mind just explaining what that is and, and <laughs> how it works out for you in your life? <laughs> well, I, I, that's a great question. I, I've kind of done this all my life. And I guess it for me, it's as simple as uh, somebody can be an evangelist for anything and everything. In fact, I read an article from Apple Computer that the, they were looking to hire for a season. They were looking to hire evangelists. And they defined evangelists as we are looking for people that would broadcast good news about the Apple Computer Corporation. So in the very same way, Mike, uh, an evangelist, somebody that does what I do, I simply broadcast the good news about Jesus. I don't create it. I don't wrap it up and gift wrap it. I simply deliver it. So that's what an evangelist does. Well, wow, so tell me just a little bit more about the festivals. Like you, you tend to use a festival approach for this, I think most of the time. So why, why do you use that platform and what do those things look like? It's just a huge, it's a huge Christian Woodstock. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but that's what it is. It's just, it's just a huge Christian music festival. You know why, Mike? Because nobody wants to come. Listen, people that don't go to church, people that don't know Jesus, they don't want to come listen to me talk. I mean, who wants to do that? People don't come to hear me. People come to hear the award-winning Christian artists and crossover groups. They're Christian, but they their music is played in the secular market as well. Those are the people that draw non-believers. Why? so that we can simply share the good news about Jesus with those people. So just picture a massive music festival. That's what we do. Wow, that's so fun. And you do it in English, Portuguese, and Spanish. So why all three languages? <laughs> well, I... Uh, not I all at once, right? <laughs> not, not all at once, although sometimes it's it's uh, we do it twice. Uh, and in the Dominican, we're going to do all three languages um, not simultaneously, but we'll do all three languages in different pieces at a time. I was born in this country. I'm an English speaker, as you can tell. My ethnicity is Portuguese and Spanish. We were missionaries in Brazil, my wife and our children. And so we learned Portuguese there. Um, I couldn't learn Portuguese from my father because uh, because he was killed. And so um, we learned Portuguese when we were in Brazil as missionaries. And then we've been we minister in Spanish. And so uh, we're 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 speaking in Spanish now to the places that we go. So we don't go. People hear, oh, you you do ministry in Spanish. So you go to Mexico. And it's like, well, actually, we, we've really never been to Mexico yet. We're going this year in April in just a couple of months. We're, we're going to Mexico. But um, there are people, I mean, Mike, people need to understand a couple of things. Number one, Spanish is the number two spoken language in the world. There are more people that speak Spanish uh, than any other language in the world outside of the Chinese, of course. But Spanish is, is uh, there are hundreds of hundreds of millions of individuals on every continent that speak Spanish. Um, there's even a country in Africa that we've been to. And people say, why would you go to Africa? Answer, because Guinea Equatorial is the country. They speak Spanish. And that's why we go there. So we're not assigned as missionaries, if you please. We're not assigned to a specific location. We're assigned to linguistic groups, people that speak English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Wow, I've never, um, thanks for sharing that. I, I had never really thought about it like that before. But going to all these different places, particularly because it's such a wide geography, 
you've got to have faced some challenges operating in all these different foreign countries in general. And then I can't imagine that it's always easy being an evangelist and sharing the good news. So how's that been for you? Well, it's <laughs> it's been the most rewarding, wonderful thing in the world that I, I get to do what I was created to do, but it is not without its challenges. And there are some tremendous spiritual um, enemies that we face and challenges that we face. There are physical uh, challenges that we face. There are economic challenges. There are political challenges. There are denominational challenges. And Mike, believe it or not, one of the most difficult things is to be able to move into a city and just be able to try to have denominational unity or church unity. Um, it's trying to get the political figures in the city. That's why I am so glad. By the way, let me just say here on record, I, I've already cast my vote for you. Now I'm waiting for my ballot, but listen, I'm voting for you. I just want you to know that. We need political, think about this, Without for people that do what we do, if we do not have the blessing of, of the city officials, of the political powers in position at that time. For us, the mayor, right now, we're trying to ask the president, there is a national park in the Dominican Republic, we're trying to get permission, but it can only come from the office of the president uh, in the Dominican Republic. So we're asking the president of the nation to give us permission to be able to do an evangelistic festival in December two and three of this year, 2022. Mike, people need to realize how powerful people in political positions, uh, the power and the influence, there's the word I want, the influence that people like yourself have, will have, and will continue to have in the days of head, in the days ahead. So all of those things have been challenges for us. Um, governmental unrest, um, seeking political blessing from the powers that be so that we can do what we do in political arenas. Keep in mind, it's different from separation of church and state. You go in your building, I'll be in my building. No, when we do what we do, we have to be out in the public, wide open. We've got to be out there for everybody. So that's why we need to work through those proper channels. Well, I hope to be one of those challenges for you because um, you know how much I love what you're doing and how much I love you and uh, and how much I want to be uh, a help to what you're up to. It's it's uh, so, so critical. And being out there in the open is uh, is a big deal. That's why we do the uh, the Central Orient Leaders Prayer Breakfast. That's uh, April 29th. There'll be a thousand people in the River House. And uh, the point of it is, uh, and, and you spoke there at the uh, at the event last year. Um, it's been a whole year. I hope you remember us. Uh, wow. <laughs> I do. I'll be there. I'll see you on the 29th. That's so good. Hey, I want to shift gears a minute uh, um, and, and actually uh, kind of maybe sober this up just a little bit, if you want to call it that, or or just kind of change the uh, the tone of this, because uh, I'd like to talk a bit about a, a personal topic that uh, that you and I have had a number of discussions about. Some people think that becoming a Christian, and, and you know, there's clearly a ton of joy in your voice and a, and a ton of joy in the work that you do. But sometimes people think that becoming a Christian should just eliminate all the problems in your life. And mm -hmm. your family's been in a difficult season. So would you mind just sharing a little bit about your daughter, Jenna, the journey that you've been on together and the and the lessons that you're learning that might be of value to 
some of our listeners who could also be facing some heartrending challenges. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I would love to, and we would just say, and I would say thanks for your sensitivity and even asking the question. And I would just like to say for all of those that are listening right now, it doesn't matter what kind of pain you're going through, but you are feeling that pain. It's the kind of pain that wakes you up at night. <laughs> it's the kind of pain <laughs> Uh, that just doesn't go away, away real fast. You can't just take a couple of vitamin C's and a, and a big gulp of water and have it be gone. It just doesn't go away. And of course, in our family, we're referring to, um, I have the privilege of being the, the father of four of the most wonderful girls in the world. And one of our daughters, one of our daughters have stage four inoperable uh, colon cancer. The cancer is everywhere. It's in her liver. It's destroyed her liver and it's in her lungs, and it's in her all of her vital organs, her lymph nodes. It's it's everywhere. So it's inoperable. We're we're in stage. Uh, we're in round four. Uh, I'm sorry, round eight of chemo. We probably have two more, and then we're at a decision point as to what we'll do in the future and how we're going to handle this in the future. But it's not been fun. But I would just say to you, Mike, and to all of your listeners. I would say to them, anybody that says, oh, yeah, you, you come to know Jesus and life's going to be easy. It's great and everything is wonderful and you get to go to heaven when you die. Well, you know what? There's a lot of living you got to do before you get to heaven. And I would just say this to somebody. Uh, please show me in the Bible where it says that there will be no death and that there will be no pain and that there will be no challenges. And the answer is you won't find that in the scripture because we do have difficulty. I'm convinced now, Mike, that all of these things that we pass through, it's a result of the fallen nature of man, number one. Number two, it gets us ready. Um, because by the time we get to heaven, we are ready to live in a in a better place, a place without the pain, without the sorrow. Um, and so I would just say that to you. If we've learned anything, Mike, through this time, it's this. I would just want to say to you, I, I've shared it with you privately before. Listen, Jesus Christ, he's my savior. He's not my Santa Claus. I don't crawl up on his lap every time I want something. Give me this. Give me that. Um, make sure I get everything I want in life. No, Jesus is my savior. He died on the cross in my place. Why? For all of my wrong turns, for all of my mistakes, for all of my sin, for all of my, um, another word would be just unrighteous things that I've done. Jesus is my savior, man. He's not my Santa Claus. He's my savior. So at this time, we just kind of uh, what's on my heart right now is we just released a little article entitled Eyes Up, Hands Open, <laughs> because uh, when you're going through pain and difficulty, again, for your listeners, my heart just goes out to you. So I say to all of you that join us on this path of pain at this moment, and here's what I would say. If you want to know, I don't know what to do today. I don't know what to do tonight. I don't know what to do tomorrow then my, my counsel to you, my encouragement to you, my friend, would be this. Keep your eyes up so that you're focusing on the one that is worthy of our focus and keep your hands open because a clenched fist cannot receive a thing. So hands open, eyes up, hands open to be ready to receive whomever, whatever the Lord has for us in the days to come. I think... Maybe the last thing, Mike, is that great growth happens through great resistance. 
And, uh, um, and I know people that go to the gym, uh, people that are in the gym, you know that as well. With, with muscle resistance comes muscle growth. And I think the same is true with our faith. So if you're living a path of pain right now, first of all, I, I ache with you and for you. But second of all, I would say, I beg, to, I beg you, please, eyes up, hands open. Wow. What great advice. And I know you and Jenna both to be um, some of the strongest people um, through the difficulty and the resistance that, that you faced that I know. And so I, uh, I acknowledge you for that. And, and thank you for letting me take this a little different direction. Um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes these, these things, uh, these, these discussions and interviews are supposed to be all happy and yada, yada, but man, you got such a powerful message out of, uh, out of your life story that I thought it was just really important for us to to park on that for a minute. So thanks for allowing me to to take the conversation that way. Let me let me go back to the uh, to the the big work that you do the uh, the evangelistic work. So how can we support you in that? Where where do you need help and what can we do? Oh man, I that's that we, Mike. We'd have to do a whole new program with that. So let me let me just <laughs> we'll do a second edition. <laughs> I, the the simplest thing. I mean, you've heard every missionary in the world that you know say it. It's very simple. Pray, give, and go. Uh, pray that God would do things like like He wants so desperately to do. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then if you want to be able to help us financially, of course you can. But here's the other thing. If there's anybody listening, Mike, right now, if there's anyone listening that would say, man, I want to go to the Dominican Republic in December. I want, by the way, when you live in Central Oregon, uh, December is a great time to go to the Caribbean. I'm just throwing that out. I'm just throwing it out for whatever it's worth. It's December 2 and 3, 2022. If you want to be a part of a mission that will radically change your life and literally be able to personally be there and see it and smell it and touch it and experience um, literally uh, church history in the nation of the Dominican Republic, then you might want to consider going with us on this trip. So that's what I would say. Wow. Well, hey, this, you got me all jazzed up here, man. It's why don't we do this here in Central Oregon? I mean, we got come on. So in my district, <laughs> come on. So we don't really know. And so in my district, District Fifty Three, it's about fifteen percent uh, Hispanic. Uh, um, you know, we've got an, an enormous and wonderful Hispanic population here in Central Oregon. And uh, why couldn't we do a bilingual um, event here? Absolutely, we could. Listen, I was born for this, Mike. I, I would love to do that. I don't know how we get started. I don't know who the first person we talked to, but we definitely could do that. We could do something bilingually here that would just bless our entire the entire region, all of Central Oregon. And I think that would be absolutely, absolutely wonderful for our friends that are listening. That you you understand link, uh, you understand uh, English maybe, but your first language, your heart language, your mother tongue is Spanish. Then I just want to say to you, a mí me encanta muchísimo su idioma, su cultura, y vamos a ganar almas para Cristo Jesús en el nombre de Jesucristo. Dios te bendiga ricamente. Okay, so what I basically said to them, Mike, was I want everybody voting for my friend Michael Seif. That's what I basically said. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. That's, uh, that's <laughs> I want everybody voting for my friend Mike Silva. So we got a mutual admiration society going on here. Um, you know, my, my main uh, takeaway out of this uh, 
um, today. It really has been, uh, well, so much, but but I never thought about um, a mission work from the standpoint of language. And it's really, it's just a very cool thought that uh, you could follow the language around the globe and and be able to interact and touch so many people. So thanks for your time today. Thanks for your message today. Thanks for your encouragement to uh, to those who are going through really difficult times. We've been through a hard couple of years and a lot of people have difficult things going on in their life, not just medical, but all sorts of different things. And so I really appreciate your words of encouragement and appreciate your support, my friend. And you can count me in for the uh, for the bilingual event in Central Oregon and maybe uh, maybe even Dominican Republic. I got a I got an election that's going to be finishing up about then. But uh, but uh, it, that would be really fun. I've never been to Dominican Republic. I got a, a, a buddy and a client that just came back from there and he loves it. So uh, I'm excited to hear more about that and excited to see you at the prayer breakfast on April 29th. Thanks for your time and your message today, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. I bless you and appreciate you, Mike. Thanks. My guest today has been Mike Silva. You can learn more about Mike's work at MikeSilva.org. MikeSilva.org or on all the social media platforms. That's MikeSilva.org. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Cascade Views with Michael Seif. To find out more about Mike, the upcoming election, the key issues he's focused on, and his campaign to represent Central Oregon and Salem as a state representative, visit www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. That's www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. You can get your own copy of Michael Seip's best-selling book, The Avada Principle, at Amazon.com. And finally, please vote in the upcoming election. Your voice matters.